Wow, two podcast episodes uh, within a span of two days. That's crazy. Um, so anyway, this is a film review of Eventryland, or it's only make-believe as it's called in the United States. It was released in 2013, directed by Harold Austin Amundsen. I may have mispronounced that name, but... That's the director, um, you know, to the best of my ability to pronounce it. And uh, of course, you know, when I, when I do these reviews, I, I try to be, you know, as neutral as possible. I try to not be a snob. You know, I'm trying to be no better than the pro proverbial man on the street. And as you know, in almost every case, the man in the street is always right he always knows best and uh of course that would apply to my review here uh so this is a norwegian film in case you didn't guess um if you see names like that you know it's probably norwegian or something like that so the official synopsis and plot jenny is a woman that has just gone out after serving a sentence in prison her dream is to build a home for herself and her daughter it becomes difficult when the past threatens to catch up with her. The difficult choices that will decide absolutely everything force themselves on her and require drastic action from Jenny. This is a story about a murder that should never have happened, about friends one should never trust, and about a debt that only increases with each installment. It is an existence in which Jenny has lost everything, but she still has everything to gain, her daughter. So that's a, a fairly decent description of the movie. You know, it doesn't give away too much. And um, my thoughts on the movie is, is that it was pretty good. You know, I, I, I hesitate to recommend a movie like this because it's probably not going to knock the average person's socks off. But if you uh, have a chance to check it out, you know, you, you might want to give it a try. It's available right now on Tubi TV. That's T-U-B-I TV, where they have a bunch of free movies. So um, basically, the bad guys in this movie are the kind of people you might randomly walk past every day, maybe on your way home from the pub or something like that. Like if, I don't know, if, if you drink, you know, you, you might see these people in the bar. Um, they're kind of like low lives, but they don't necessarily come across as obvious supervillain types or something like that. You know, they're just like involved in the drug trade or something, but you might, you might see them, you know, in a laundromat or something. And the, the story is tragic. And, uh, it's, a it's about, you know, the passage of time as well. You know, somebody who was sent to prison and is trying to put their life back together and, you know, make amends with her daughter or something. And what's kind of refreshing about this movie in a way is that the uh, mother-daughter relationship doesn't seem that strained. So it's not, it's not quite like the wrestler and, and, and that, you know, that was like one of the main uh, forms of tension in that movie. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, but you know, a, a big part of that is a wrestler who's trying to uh, 
you know, reconnect with his daughter who uh, he uh, basically overlooked for much of his life. And she basically is like a failure. Well, this character, you know, she is a failure of, of a certain type. But, you know, there is a sense that maybe she could she could get her life back on track. But then these uh, people from her past come back and kind of, you know, mess her up and uh, they abuse her and stuff like that. And uh, they basically try to get her back involved in some criminal activities and stuff like that. And uh, one of my one of my thoughts watching this movie is that as an American, it's important for me to be reminded that, oh, yeah, even places like, uh, you know, Norway have occasional violent crime and gangs and stuff like that, you know. And uh, it, it's it, it kind of is a dumb thing for me to say, but, you know, some sometimes I, I just got so used to uh, headlines about you know, the United States having problems with violence that occasionally it's it's um, important to remember that, you know, people in, in, in Europe have these kinds of issues as well. And uh, even small town America, uh, a place like where I live and grew up and occasionally has violent incidents, too. So it's not always just a major city thing. And, uh, you know, of course, you can have small time gangs that create problems. And uh, th this is obviously a story that kind of ties into that. Like I said, I don't think I don't think it's meant to be a story about like a big time gangster who's like, you know, d dominant in the country of Norway or something like I don't think I don't think it's a major gang figure. Um, it's just like kind of a a small town kind of gangster uh, or something like that. That's, that's my impression of it. And, you know, they don't always make big, big headlines, but you know, these kinds of uh, criminal elements, they do exist out there. You know, they happen. And, you know, if you're a, if you're sitting on a federal grand jury, these are the types of people you might end up putting away or something like that, you know? And, uh, so the movie stars, I, I didn't even talk about that yet. I guess that's how scatterbrained this review kind of is. But the uh, main star who plays Jenny is Celia Salamonson. And I, I had to look up how to pronounce that first name because it's spelled S-I-L-J-E. And it turns out that's Celia. And then you have uh, the daughter whose name is uh, Marit or Merit or something like that. Um, she's played by Iben Austin Gell. I think that's how it's pronounced, something like that. I guess uh, she was only in this one movie, oddly enough. So, um, you know, I, I guess that was a one and done type of scenario for her. But she does a, she does a good job. So does Celia. And... Uh, I have to say that as far as like the acting performances go, there aren't really that many memorable performances, but it's actually not the type of movie that uh, I would say requires somebody to completely uh, take over the movie. Like it, it seems like the, uh, the storyline is shared by all of the actors and all of the characters. So I don't think anyone truly, dominates like like a Robert De Niro type of 
performance or something like that. You know, not not every movie really requires that in order for it to uh, s- sort of captivate. Well, captivate isn't the right word, but appeal to an audience. And anyway, you also have Tomas Elf Larson as Gary. So his performance is not very memorable, but he, he does appear in the movie. You know, he's like one of the main characters. And uh, really, as, as far as like the villainous characters go, I think the most impressive performance was probably a guy who calls himself Eddie Vedder. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the, there, there's a character named Eddie Vedder in here. I think it's just a name that he makes up for himself as sort of a joke, because obviously that's the name of the lead singer of Pearl Jam. But anyway, that actor's name who plays Eddie Vedder is E-G-I-L, Egil Berkland or something like that. And uh, he's definitely a more memorable character. He's a scumbag of sorts and probably more dangerous because a person might underestimate him. You know, that's that's one of the funny kind of villains um, that is sort of, I would say, underutilized in storylines. You know, the the person who kind of could rise to the top um, because others underestimate him. So that's really my assessment of that character. To me, he was actually one of the more memorable characters in the movie. I, I wouldn't say that this movie will be the wildest trip you've ever went on or anything like that. And in fact, Jenny's Jenny's decisions are often poorly planned and executed, which might be a source of frustration if you're watching it. You know, it's sort of like a horror movie. You're like, why did this person make this dumb decision, you know? And you you might put yourself in their shoes and say, well, I would have done things way differently from this main character or maybe a side character or whatever. But, you know, the, the movie never exactly makes her out to be a genius or an action hero anyway. So in that sense, I suppose it's a realistic depiction of someone who is simply in over their head. And if they do come out on top, it's probably by sheer coincidence, um, as opposed to being some sort of, you know, Jane Rambo uh, transformation or something like that. It's also realistic that she hesitates to turn to the police for help or neighbors, or friends, or whatever, because she doesn't want to further endanger her daughter, and she possibly does not trust any outcomes unless she is the one facing her problems alone. So, so there's sort of the uh, the idea that I'm I'm in this alone. I have to solve I have to solve this myself. So I think that's partly what's driving the character to make uh, the decisions that she does. And she, she doesn't come up with a plan to eliminate the threat against her and her daughter. That, you know, she, she doesn't come up with a brilliant plan. Um, you know, unbeknownst to her, she also doesn't have quite have the courage or the skill to carry out her flaws. Or, I mean, uh, her plans flawlessly. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really... Uh, a realistic movie as far as I'm concerned when it comes to uh, how things play out. It seems like something you might actually read about in your newspaper or whatever, you know, might 
be a scenario that some people out there could face hypothetically. Hopefully you don't, but you know, it's a, it's a fact that we're not all action heroes. If we're in some high stress situation, we might make some lousy decisions and uh, we might chicken out. We might become cowards. Um, I, I guess, you know, that's really one of the key points of this movie. And it's also a reminder that when pressed, you know, we, we can easily flounder. Um, even if we're generally courageous, you know, like we just might be having an off day, you know what I mean? And our plans might not work out. Um, our attitudes might change and all sorts of things could go wrong in whatever sort of plans that we have. Jenny really is not a natural born hero or a leader. And that's one reason some people probably won't appreciate this movie. It's not really an entertaining, entertaining film exactly like, like I mentioned Rambo or something like that. And so many movies, we get sort of a natural born badass character. And this movie is one of those that challenges that notion a little bit. So it's probably not tailor made for audiences who hunger for more action movie stars and sort of Hollywood endings. Although, you know, even in stories like this, there could be a happy ending. Um, so that's my half-assed review. Um, hopefully this might make you interested in seeing this movie. I, again, I hesitate to say you're going to love it because you might not. You might not like this one, but um, you might want to give it a shot. Give it a try. It might, you know, be something that you'll enjoy. And I'm losing my voice, goddammit. Anyway, <laughs> have a good day.